Hello, everyone. Welcome to the long-awaited fourth episode of Weaving Myth Season 5. We're here to talk about tabletop role-playing games and everything related to playing them online. I'm Eric, and joining me tonight are Colin. Hello, everyone. And Amy. Hello. We are staff from Mythweavers, one of the largest play-by-post gaming websites in existence and home to the largest repository of online character sheets anywhere on the web. As always, we've missed airs live on Twitch on the first and third Saturdays, and we're joined tonight by our impeccable Twitch chat. Hello, Twitch chat. Colin, take it away. <laughs> so, season five. Five. Yes. That moment where I go, crap, what season are we in? Five. Season five, we're pursuing the season of the genre. So, in the season of the genre, we are going through and grouping games by forum, style, or subject matter to help promote shared understanding. So, especially on Mythweavers, this will help with advertisements, finding resources for a specific genre, game system, etc. So, season five is going to cover a lot of ground, but in general, each episode will focus on a different genre. We'll talk about the ins and outs of settings, the systems that lend themselves to particular genres, and most importantly, how that relates to play-by-post. Now, standard disclaimer, this is genres and definitions as per the people talking here. That does not mean we are right, that does mean we are wrong, it's just our interpretation of it. We don't so, necessarily always agree with each other either. There have been some arguments about genres, yes. Oh, yes. So, this particular episode, we're talking about supers and superhero games. So, what are superheroes? And that's me. Um, all right, superheroes. Classic definition. Uh, a character possessing abilities beyond that of a normal human. That could be superpowers. That could be super intellect. Um, uh, a very deductive reasoning. Um, I mean, frankly, you've got, you, you could go, you know, from Superman to Batman, who is basically the comic books, Sherlock Holmes. So you can go way far back in literature to find superheroes, those larger than life personas. Um, and usually how they started out is they were pursuing their version of justice, uh, right from wrong and good versus evil. Justice um, in the American way. Exactly. I mean, it, 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 yeah. I mean, you when you look at superheroes and when the genre was born, it was pretty much World War Two, and we yeah. had our good side and we had a bad side, and you put a big dividing wall in between them. The good guys were always good, the yeah. bad guys were always bad. The good guys did not do bad things, even when they're beating up on the bad guys. Right, and that that's really superheroes evolve mostly from comic books um there are some that come from literature and um it maybe came from um oh hello okay i got it fixed i misclicked okay. and then the fix wasn't fast <laughs> breaking uh, all the things i don't think we're fixed yet are we there we are okay yeah, we're fixed um, watch we're, the we're right chat the amy spot. Brought a delay. Sorry, um, oh, that's not a delay. but you know there are superheroes from um, television. 
um, Greatest American Hero for one. Yep. Uh, anime, manga, uh, your comic books, literature. There are movies that come out um, like, um, oh gosh, Unbreakable. If I recall correctly, was not based on anything. It was M. Night Shyamalan's creation. So it was a movie first. Um, so, but telling the tale, um, going back to the comic books, you have, it's broken into four ages that sets the tone for superheroes. Your golden age, 1938-ish to about 56, where it was very much right versus wrong, good versus evil. The heroes were heroes. And your classic, uh, Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Captain America, all of these people came in at that time. Silver Age got a little campier, but... Uh, Adam West. Th- huh? Adam West, Batman. Yeah, was Adam West, Batman. The X-Men actually came in in this era. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Fantastic Four as well. Yep. Uh, Bronze Age is where you got more of the grittiness uh, 70s to mid 80s um, and Punisher. darker plots like Arsenal dealing with drug addiction and things like that and then 85 after um, yeah Luke Cage yeah then after yeah 85 to now is the present which is kind of a mix you've got a fairly good mix of that camp um you're still looking at heroes who are good versus evil, but you do have like the Punisher and some of the darker heroes in there as well. And, and, and cash and, and collateral damage is a thing. Yes. Yes. They're aware of collateral damage now. And it really the wasn't a Superman movie. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need that skyscraper there. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm not saying DC executed those movies well, but they acknowledge collateral damage is bad in mm-hmm. Batman vs Superman, at least the general concept well, of one damage... person's angry about the other person causing damages. That was sound. A, a good example of this is in the modern modern age is Civil War in DC in uh, Marvel all started. Because a superhero team went in and things went wrong. And a whole busload of children died. And that's what started the Civil War. Of uh, the Hero Re- Superhero Registration Act and everything. It was... Yeah. But anyway. There's so, a lot of ground to cover. That, we haven't even started talking about what makes a superhero really. Like, yeah. physically. Yeah. I mean, so... Yeah, you want to start with that, Eric? Well, I mean, you've got obviously your uh, your biologic differences. So your non-humans or uh, meta-humans. Um, Superman, obviously, it's the mm-hmm. yeah, he's not a human. He's from Krypton. Martian Let's... Manhunter. He's from Mars. Uh huh. Yeah. Incredible Hulk. Um, he was modified and now possesses he... insane strength. Yeah. He radiated himself. Elastigirl. Yeah, that that's some superhuman powers there. Oh, yeah, and um, I, I, we could go on all day on some of these, but 
these are the ones that are the classic when you think of a superhero you think of these people with the superpowers and um i guess it's sort of transhumanism where they've evolved beyond human so to speak um what is it I think it's not the, the big aspect there is they're exploring where yeah where we don't have to follow the rules of human physics anymore right and like the x-men is a good example of exploring what happens to those who are different mm -hmm. when they are trying to do good for not just their own sub race but the whole race of humankind and yeah. then yeah sorry i digress far too much when it comes to this we got um, space somehow and it's not going to be colin because he's not a super sky right i'll admit and i then, did a lot of research to catch up yeah on. tiff makes point and then there's science, science. Where, you've, where you've got your advanced technology or just the people who are really really smart um batman, batman. yeah he's got all of the stuff all of his utility belt and all these fun gadgets but he's not actually the one that came up with most of them he's just a very good detective so if we're going with smarts you got the tony stark example Tony Stark is definitely just to pull Iron from the Man. Marvel cinematography side of things. Oh, he, he's he's a genius narcissist. Well, so yes, the personality comes with the genius. Well. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Fantastic is a fantastic one. If you um, there is in Marvel a um, overarching arc called the Illuminati. Mister Fantastic is one of them. Um, it's all these really smart people um, who are trying to steer humanity to be their best. But, you know, what's five people to say versus the whole of human of the human race? So, yeah, um, you want to mix your transhumanism with your advanced technology, you get like cyborg. Yes, yes. Yeah. And um, Snyder for, cut what? <laughs> yeah yeah tiffany it didn't go well did it um yeah so your advanced technology batman cyborg iron man um uh, steel is another dc one um uh oh, oh oh booster gold that's another good one he's from the future he's got a lot of advanced technology and then of course you go on to the more metaphysical uh the mystical the cyanic um the divine or diabolic powers like raven yep doctor her, her, strange doctor strange it's magic um professor your, x, classic, your classic science yeah. psionics there with professor x stop embarrassing me in front of the wizards <laughs> uh yeah so i mean and then again you can go off um yeah wanda maximoff who mm -hmm. is crazy powerful um but i mean you can even go off in a different direction here and like your manga and your anime and um your magical girl setup mm -hmm. it's all magic based um sakara um, pulls out iron fist yeah. Which goes more into the martial arts mysticism feel. Um, 
God, what's the Marvel one that's coming soon? Shang-Chi. Shang mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely feels like it's going more in the mysticism magic route for mm -hmm. Shang-Chi. Yes. Um, and they're, they're in all genres. I mean, um, you could even say Dragon Ball Z is along those lines of the martial arts Sheer not necessarily mystic but it's definitely the martial arts i'm, I'm gonna make so an argument though sorry i'm gonna make an argument though that most anime and manga doesn't neatly fit into superhero genre stuff it's almost its own tweak of things you've got certain exemptions uh one punch yeah. man would be a good exemption that just fits very neatly overall into superhero yeah it's but you've got a lot of superpowered anime that yeah you could argue for superhero but it's enough of its own thing because i'd argue dragon ball z meets a lot of requirements for definition of yeah superhero genre but story-wise it seemed to do a lot of its own things yeah the 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 problem being is as we broke down genres and everything, this no is no clear cut really definitions. Cool. Yeah. There are no clear cut definitions and this is the one that it fits into best. Fair. Uh, there are a lot of uh, science fiction, fantasy anime. Um, there are a lot of slice of life. Frankly, that's actually one of my favorite genres is the slice of life. Where Tiffany, there are no shush. Well, and, and, stop I mean, stop you know, taking yeah, away yeah. our reason for rambling tonight, Tiffany. On, on the opposite end of things, you like is Agamemnon a superhero? Well, if you go back into myths and everything, yes, he is. Uh huh. Hercules is Hercules. Uh, a, definitely a superhero. Ajax and Achilles and um. No <sighs> one <laughs> knows what you're talking about, nerd. Atalanta, who was the fastest runner around. Um, Chimi, you can scream, but you know you recognize those names. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you get into some of these Bronze Age myths. I mean, and I'm going yeah. to... I'm and, going and, to yeah. <laughs> and Tiffany pulls out the Amazons. Yeah, we haven't yeah. even talked about Wonder Woman, whether she's advanced technology or superhuman biology. Why not both? Both is good. Uh, she's a demigod, so yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. she, she's also mystical. She's weird. Which is also why I like uh, Wonder Woman. She does an awful nice lot of stuff. But sorry, getting back to historical, a lot of these myths which come about from Bronze Age leaders, and then you have the Bronze Age collapse in the Mediterranean about 1100 BC, and people lost how to write and so all these things were passed along orally and they became the myths and legends that is a western culture knows i mean gilgamesh uh, a lot of these myths and things they're finding out were actual real people well the odyssey the iliad in general uh -huh. just yeah. all beowulf. of that oh yeah. god beowulf so, so also yeah. fits the superhero beowulf genre technically yeah beowulf's it the superhero genre, although Beowulf is not actually a myth or a legend, it was an epic poem made up by um, people. 
It was not actually historical. Well, okay. yes, was because uh, yeah. but yes, literary. because Troy literary. didn't get sieged yeah. because of a woman. Troy got sieged because of trade agreements and blah 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 and history yeah. and. Although who knows? I mean, come for the genre discussion. Yeah. Leave after oh god, they're going into history. Yes, don't let me. <laughs> you start, thought you were we were I getting modern age superheroes here? No. Oh, I mean, there are there are um, hints that there was some kidnapping involved, and that is why the siege of Troy happened. That there were some nasty wars going on to begin with. Um, <laughs> what the heck, <laughs> Tiffany? But um, yeah, so I mean, everybody has really all generations have had their superheroes. It just depends on the format that they got them in. I mean, my generation was mostly comic books. My kids is now mostly the movies and anime. Uh, my parents' generation still comic books my dad remember i my dad has commented about growing up reading the uh, military like um comic books and stuff like that um before that there were books frankly oral tradition oral tradition everyone yeah I mean, want, everyone sure, wants heroes and everything he's a superhero the way he deals with things could be a superhero if you look at it that way you know what you go back to uh, the movie Braveheart. You had the common populace's belief of seven feet tall and shoots lightning balls out of his arse. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Tall tales, Chimmy. Yeah, the Wild West. Paco, uh, Pecos Bill, um, Paul Bunyan, and his ox blue, and yeah. Certain yeah, uh, snake oil salesman. Yeah, that stopped uh, stuff in a town somewhere. What? Yeah, no, no, no. You're you're, you're mixing things up again, Colin. Yeah. The point <laughs> is that not a hundred years from now, I'm not. We can <laughs> advance true. that timeline. Now he's a superhero. Yeah, there you go. Superheroes are about us wanting to explore the best of ourselves. Or worst. That's brilliant. That's very good. Or the fall of the best to the worst. Exactly because every one yep. of them has a weakness of some sort. Mm-hmm. And it's Captain not just, America. A, just a physical weakness. Sometimes Followed it's... by Falcon and Winter Soldier and the... Re... Yeah. I can't talk yeah. about that because spoilers, but yes. Unless you've read the comic books and then it's, then it's been not known spoilers. for a couple I of years. I never assume people have read the comic books because <laughs> I did not read the comic books. Yeah, the Kryptonite, though... That has come into pop culture as a weakness. Oh, what's my kryptonite? Yeah. And and the the change really from the golden age of superheroes into the more modern ages has been the exploration of other weaknesses. Not yeah. just the okay, well my super superpowers are lost with this, but what well, if it's... Superman is actually faced with a moral dilemma where he can't save everything all the time? Um, Batman, the, the killing joke. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was that was very well written. Um, the not is... comic book nerd pulling out that reference. Yeah, uh, but, but I'm every, helping. A lot of people know that. 
Um, right. uh, Miller's Dark Knight Returns was mm-hmm. also, yeah, poor Babs. Thankfully, she learned to walk again. Oh, spoilers. Um, it's only it's been, been out what, long enough. I think years. you're good. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a, um, paradox where, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, you've got a trolley coming down, screaming down the track. Oh, the, uh, the trolley. The trolley problem. Yeah. The trolley problem. Yeah. You've got the one person on one track and then a whole group on the other track. Well, originally when they started looking at these darker timelines in the silver age it was like well okay they switch it and only killed the one person now in the modern day day age you could say well what happens if they switch it and it ran over the whole group of people and then you have Uh the game master equivalent of the trolley problem which is go to hell all of you and agonize over ethical decisions yeah which a lot of writers would say is a huge development in comic book and superhero writing is tackling these moral dilemmas, these moral decisions and the fallout from them. Um, Even when they know they did the right thing, but the rest of the world looks at it and thinks they did the wrong thing. Uh, Which there are parallels in modern society to that. So, which I won't get into because then that gets into white talk, white, uh, worldly talk, worldly talk. Yes. Um, but the willingness for writers to, and readers to read it, I think has been, yeah, I still love my camp. I still love my good black and white, good versus evil to get away from it. But if I want a gripping story, some of the storylines now have been fantastic. Um, like well, the whole Marvel arc that they did, this was really well done. Well, you've and- got two. I mean, so you've got... You've got the entire... Okay, you know, everyone likes their good versus bad, but then, you know, Marvel's explored it. You've got... You'll see it even in games on Mythweavers. You'll see... Games where people just want to dungeon dive and just kill all the monsters. And then you'll see games where, hey, let's explore some ethical dilemmas and put your heroes through absolute hell. Yeah. And, you know, it's sometimes folks want that absolute chaos and they want to torture, I mean, develop their characters. And that is absolutely true, uh, Tiff, on the chat. Without a little light, the darkness can get overwhelming. True. And I so. think in, I think it was Justice League Unlimited, uh, Batman basically said the same thing. Without the light of Superman, the dark that he stands in gets a little overwhelming, which is why Bruce and Clark can be friends. They have a whole different style of dealing with things, but you have the light and hope that Superman represents, and then you have the justice and the unrelenting pursuit of it that Batman represents, and that's why they get along. Oh, I know. Yes, DCAU Batman is the best Batman. <laughs> he really is. He is my favorite. Sorry. And there will be no Batman besides Kevin Con- 
Conroy. He just, his voice is too good. Anyway, sorry, I have rambled and digressed a bunch. You're fine, because a lot of the things that we just talked about, certain systems are built to try and explore that on purpose, or the settings that are around those right. systems yes. are, are built to try and explore that. And so it's kind of a great segue into systems. And I'll admit, I am not a person who goes out of my way to go find superhero games to play in. I probably have played in one. Which oh, means that yeah. I'm not really the expert. And so I had to go do a lot of research. Like, what systems are out there? What do you there want to do? There are so many out there. Way more than fantasy. I was just like mm -hmm. up to here on, okay, well, I could do this or I could do that. This is where we needed Josh, but Josh chose to have a real life Good and job. real job. And, mm -hmm. oh, I can't yeah. make it because I need to sleep. <sighs> Slacking. Beep. Slacking. Oh, I just realized beep, I forgot another beep, one. Beep. Get -tunk. Get -tunk. All right. I'm going to just do it right now out of order. But the plug is fate. Fate really does anything. If you like fate, and I do, I need to play it more. It can, with the right GM, it can do whatever you want it to do. And... Fate comes up on every one of these, and so this time we're getting it out of the way first, as opposed to last time where we said, "Oh, and lastly, you could do anything in Fate." New yeah, drinking rule. Universe... Sorry, what? New oh, drinking, drinking rule. Every time Fate's mentioned. If we get a drink when I say stars without number, we get a All drink right. when Fate comes up. But Fair really, enough. I will give black hat credit with the new version of fate they have done a really good job of a universal system One and i don't normally like universal systems but i i can i i'm happy to play <laughs> fate don't get me in gerbs i can't stand it but i'm happy to play fate evil hat did i say black over, hat Ugh, sorry over, overburdened with rules gerbs yeah I mean, Shimi, if you want to uh, toss out system corrections, we can get you in. That's right. Oh, yeah, happy to let you in. Yeah. Just All right. One more and camera then, for the crew. Shall we move on to the one current us, most one iconic um, yeah. uh, superhero system right now? That Mutes and Masterminds. Mutes and Masterminds. <laughs> yeah, you better go eat that burrito. <laughs> no one needs to know. I should yeah. eat more too, right, Amy? You keep your burrito where it is. Yeah. Um, Mutes and Masterminds, it is D20-esque. I mean, it is... It's based on the D20 OGL. Rules. It is. Let's just start there. So yeah. That makes it inherently popular, and, and it pretty much came out, what, 15, 20 years ago now? With I... With 3.5. Yeah. Yeah. Three, five, well, Mutants and Masterminds is on third ed. Yeah, they are on the third edition. And it's a, it is classless. You basically have points to spend on your abilities and your skills and everything. I um, have they, never spent so long making a character as I have in Mutants and Masterminds. Have you never played Rollmaster? Amy, I spent four hours just figuring out powers and tweaks. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, 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 it's the engineer mind. You spend a lot of time going, 
how can I tweak this? What can I get away with with the Game Master? I mean, what can I Let's completely rationally tweak? Hold that thought, because we're going to come back to option analysis paralysis and systems to get away from that. But yes, Mutants and Masterminds, you literally can put together any point by that you want. You yeah. may not want to put them together, but... You can. Yeah. Ugh. And it is very front-heavy, but I do like the advancement that they do. It's just a certain amount of points that you progress, and it gives a lot of freedom for the GM to do other stuff. Um, they do have two settings, basically. They're Freedom City, your... Um, your generic four-color superhero right. metropolis thing. And, yeah, Emerald City, which I believe is basically Seattle. Or Portland, one of those Just two. Just like kind of an alternate, more modern, hip-esque uh, yeah. than trying to redo New York City or Chicago again. Right, which a lot of people do. So Yeah, um, we'll, we'll hit that in like eight yeah. of the systems that are coming up. Yeah, but I like Mutants and Masterminds, personally. Um, I'm not the best with it. I haven't done much with 3rd Edition. I could have done... I could... I could still probably build a character inwards, outwards, and backwards with second edition. I did a lot of that. Um, third edition, they changed a few things, but it's not that bad. I just haven't done much with it. I enjoy it. I did a little bit with second edition and then did a little bit more with third edition. I don't have issues with third edition of it. It's just... Yeah oh my god, I can do this and this, and here's the ways I can tweak these powers, and blah blah blah, and pyrokinesis oh with pure god. blackness. Do this? Oh, wow, I always wanted... Oh, wow. I want to try this too. Oh, can they analysis work together? Paralysis. Yeah. yeah, analysis paralysis. Pyrokinetic with pure blackness that can't be seen through. Yes. But if we're talking analysis paralysis, the next one up is Champions, which is Hero I, System. Which I have not played this one. Okay. Unfamiliar. Uh, the hero system is very fiddly. There's a lot you can do. Um, and it is not D20 based, so you don't get to leverage any familiarity with another system. Uh, and as Mr. Andrew J was pointing out in the chat, he's never actually played a game. By the time they made characters, they were all too tired. So um, it's like Traveler? Uh, well, which we'll no get to later. In charge in, so it's not Traveler. Right. Okay. Um, it's built around character archetypes and generic powers. So uh, you can have your energy blast and turn it into whatever element you want. You could be Mr. Freeze or you could be uh, Superman with laser eyes. Um, okay. And their their system is a rebuilt Detroit post-apocalypse of, of supervillains. Um, which is okay. So it's Michigan-based. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm cool with that. Um, but <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of people play it. Um, yeah. I just have not. So, yeah, I mean, it 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 scratches a certain itch for you. Just want to put a couple of pieces together and go, but you could just make it overwhelming, which is, I think, Mr. Andrew J's experience. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot along the lines of of mutants and masterminds. Um, so, but if you're looking for something that's Mutants and Masterminds-esque, maybe written by the same guy who wrote Mutants and Masterminds, but you want something a little simpler, a little easier to pick up, you could go with Icons. I've been meaning to look at this one, uh, and I keep not. I don't know why, but 
2d6 is that maybe a dungeon world system uh, i don't think it's specifically dungeon world i think he wrote this this specifically for icons uh, the idea was to give you all of the flavor of mutants and masterminds at, without all of the overhead that comes along with mutants and masterminds um and uh, well the, i'm down for that I'll the other thing that he that. did was strip out the setting so the downside of icons is you're going to have to build your own setting if you want to go along with it obviously you can crib any of these other settings that yeah. we're going to talk about here, yeah but um, let's be honest it was it was designed to be a small package that could go sell a what i don't know 60 page uh pdf on drive through rpg for like 10 yeah bucks. It, it's not a 500 page core rule book you know yeah. that we're starting to get the the now. thing that really stuck out at me is that um you can often fall into this kind of conundrum with superheroes that how do you balance superman against batman because superman is literally the man of steel indestructible heat ray eyes can fly can punch through buildings how how do you balance batman against that well there's a mechanic in icons called determination that basically allows the people with less powers to influence the plot more using that mechanic than they would otherwise simply by executing their powers so i thought that was pretty cool here colin sorry we're on superpowers this explain this explains the batman versus superman conundrum if colin can put that up i just loved this one stand by standing by sorry i that that just comment just there we go I, So, <laughs> Batman yes. versus Superman. Image there just you must go. be pressed before. Yeah, Colin must be prepped beforehand. Yeah, it's the Kryptonite Plunger. <laughs> yes, okay. This is definitely not uh, Powered by the Apocalypse. Um, if you no. want a Powered by the Apocalypse superhero game, look no further than Masks. Mass is really, really awesome. And very and, popular on the weave. And it's, yeah. And it's not your main heroes. It's basically the psychic young adult who are growing into becoming a superhero. And Teen Titans go! Exactly. Uh, but there's a yeah. lot of room for growth and character development and telling a really good story. And I like Powered by the Apocalypse. Drama! Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... This is a popular one. It's popular in the weave, and I can see why. This is really good, and the artwork's fantastic. You guys should look into it. Up and go. Powered yeah. by the Apocalypse is one of those that's very narrative friendly, which helps it, when you're in a written medium mm -hmm. and not in a synchronous settings. Yes, it has rules for making out with villains. This is and an important thing boy. when you're a teenage boy. I know. When you're there are so boy. many cute. Supervillian girls. Yeah, no, this is I I really like this one. It's a different spin on the superhero. You're not the main person. You're growing into your abilities, and I think that's fantastic. Okay, yeah. yes, I don't discriminate. They're also some really cute superhero boys. Uh -huh. Hey, there was a comic that I'm not gonna go hunt, but it was basically Nightwing fighting um 
three uh, villainesses, and they're all like, but we just can't stop watching. His physique is so nice. <laughs> and, you know, it, and it's Nightwing who is, yeah, let's Nightwing. There you get, and then you get Teen Titans go with Robin, who doing does the flex and the muscle drops droops down. Yeah. yeah, the super butt Tiff. You remember the comic I'm talking? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah some, some not safe for weave comic. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I and they have the Halcyon City, great name. Yeah, that word's not used nearly enough. Halcyon. Um, I like it. Which it's is a great a... word that refers to kind of that college-esque days where you have very little responsibility and a whole lot of power. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's fun, especially if you get the right GM. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you could do with that one. And I'm a huge fan of Powered by the Apocalypse. Again, yeah, I like that rule system. Good stuff. All right. Marvel. Now, now, which one is this Marvel superheroes that you have? This is this is the granddaddy. This was the TSR published like ages old. The one that uses the cards. Uh, A deck of cards. Not specifically that I recall. At least not in the original edition. But but this was the one that that popular popularized that face rip acronym on the different uh, character Mm -hmm. attributes. Um, in fact you'll often see the games advertised that way because that's what people remember from back when they were playing superheroes when rocks were new when i was young all right give me many moons ago many many moons ago dang it amy when you turn your video off it changes our positions in the order stupid that's dumb sorry i'll be right back yeah fixed (laughs) didn't even have to lift a finger yeah, that, that was the second ver- second edition had the the card thing. Yeah, um, but no, face rip was a percentile based system. So it's it was it had what they called the universal results table, which kind of reminded me a little bit of Rollmaster, except it was one table instead of a table and a table and a table and a table and a table of tables and a table of three hundred yeah. results and a table where you could roll anything from. Oh, I stubbed my toe on this tree root to I tripped, fell down a ravine, impaled myself on a rose bush and died. Yes, Mr. Andrew J points out that back when rocks were new, our clicky clacky rocks had a D10 marked 00 to 90 if you had the Marvel basic set way back then. Um Obviously, this is Marvel superheroes, so it was set in the Marvel universe. In fact, it was designed so that you could play the classic characters. If you wanted to be a Marvel superhero, you just pick it up, and there's already a, a character sheet in there for your favorite. Yes, cute rosebush-related injuries. Those happen all the time in my games. Um, but it does. It did allow for some level of custom creation, so you weren't you weren't stuck with playing right. a Marvel superhero just because you wanted to be a Marvel superhero. You could make up your own. Oh, there you go, Marvel superheroes. That looks like a newer edition, though. Okay, that's the Saga edition. Yes. Yeah, this is the one you use um, playing cards for your attributes and stuff. Yeah. Yep. So, so so it has updated 
Um, but if you go back to the original, this was. Sorry, I just knew this sounded familiar. Yeah, no, no, they've they've evolved over time, and and this was very TSR doesn't exist anymore. They ultimately have become Wizards of the Coast, but Wizards of the Coast isn't in the superhero RPG business right now. They briefly had a, a product in the Marvel superhero line, but they're not doing that anymore. I don't know. I think that's all I wanted to say about Marvel superheroes, other than sorry, I got interrupted. Back, back when rocks were new, yeah. Yeah, I know. And then yes. click clack math rocks. All right. Okay. So yeah, Silver Age Sentinels is that a, that's a newer one, right? Relatively new. This was um, so that the Empire City setting that came out of. Um, uh, that came with Silver Age Sentinels was originally proposed to be going into mutants and masterminds and didn't actually do that. So it ended okay. up with Silver Age Sentinels instead. I think I got that direction right. It's um, Tristat? It's a Tristat. Tri um, oh, so it's really so... simple to pick up and play. Yeah. Uh, they did make a D20 edition, like pander pandering to the D20 crowd later. So uh, that kind of gives you an age of Silver Age Sentinels. But this is... This is designed around those campy superheroes of the late 60s, early 70s. Mm -hmm. Tiff, is there a specific DC system? Because I don't recall one, but... Yeah, see, that was the thing. I did not find a lot of specifically DC licensed with TSR. But... Um... I don't recall DC specifically licensing anything. Now. I'd have to go. I, I mean, okay, maybe I'm just Marvel biased, but um, I, I did not run across a lot of, of well-known DC systems while I was going through this. Maybe my research was flawed. Well, but yeah, Silver Age Sentinels, this this would be a game that I would want to play. It's, it's I mean... That's why I grew up on. I grew up on the syndicated reruns of the Batman TV shows and and the the original Superman movies. Well, looky here, uh, there is a DC Adventure Heroes handbook based on Mutants and Masterminds. Yep, that's exactly what Tiff just pointed. Yeah, well known is certainly the problem. Um, yeah, that's too. Well, I did know that they had Green Ronin. Green Ronin got that nice. Good for them. Yes. So, um, yes, yes, I, Tiff. I, I, I'm not sure it's necessarily that um, that there's a problem with DC-based games and just not being as popular, but Marvel has, to my mind, done a better job of kind of expanding their universe and and roping in more and more things that make it easier to kind of extend out. Marvel into their own. Marvel marketed themselves really well. Plus DC. Disney. Yes. Well, before Disney bought Marvel, they had all sorts. Well, Spider-Man's really popular, especially with the younger crowd. Mm -hmm. And so they had a lot of cartoons from the 70s True. on with Spider-Man. And they really took advantage of that. Marvel marketing did. Well, yeah. then, I mean, the modern MCU cinematic universe is really an accident to begin with. 
Iron Man was strongly anticipated to flop. And instead, it was really well written. It was wild. Oh, well, no, it wasn't well written. There wasn't much script. It's actually really interesting to look into how that happened. (laughs) Uh, Pretty much Robert Downey Jr. played a character so well, it made an entire superhero universe that... Wasn't he a fan of of Iron Man to begin with? Didn't he go and read a bunch of comics? I don't know if he was a fan. I believe he researched the character, though. Yeah. It was, yeah, it, it was... was very so good on point. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, Tiff, because all the major Marvel heroes were already signed out to other major yes. movie studios. Yeah. So Iron Man was them going, eh, let's do this thing, and blah, 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 and... It's really interesting seeing what was done and how that all happened because, yeah, it was expected to fail and now we've got the MCU and that's really tweaked things as far as... Well, it's just tweaked things as far as superhero RPGs. Yeah. It Uh, really has. It's had an impact. it, It has. It, um... And I have to admit, I do what John Favreau and company have done with a Marvel universe. I really like a lot better than the DC universe, even though my honestly, my favorite superheroes are mostly DC. Um, well, they're the they're really the iconic ones. And you sit back and look at it, and yeah, Batgirl is one of my absolute favorites. Not quite as iconic. I do like Wonder Woman, but yeah, they've just. They've just done a really good job, and um, and Marvel always has known how to market itself better, even before Disney bought it. They really have. Yep. All right. So Silver Age Sentinels, obviously not DCU, but you could make DCU type characters absolutely pretty easily. Um, yeah, this is totally a uh, Batman running down the street carrying the bomb over his head type of. Uh, situation uh empire city it's it's gotham but it's it's not it's it's just like new york city at gritty yeah um yeah. this this would be the game that i would pick up of the i agree to 11 I that agree. i would the the best animation has been dc best full length movies marvel has done a really good but i i i lay a lot of that on john favreau Super Friends was hysterical and I loved it when it first came out. And I have shown that to my children to torture them. (laughs) But again, Spider-Man and Friends versus Super Friends, they were both just as bad and came out at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough of that. Let's talk about Heroes Unlimited. Okay, sorry. We're talking about Fiddly (laughs) Systems. This is Palladium now. Need we say more? about fiddly it's megaversal yes when you have to make up a world word that's better than universal it would be megaversal yeah yes you got your class-based superheroes but hey it ties in with tmnt so that can't be all bad right (laughs) no not really uh and this is one of those where the setting really 
gets into that grittier feel that we were talking about. This is one of the newer systems that is going to explore that distrust of the other. You can tell this came out in the mid 80s to early 90s. 90s. Uh, like Miller's uh, Batman. It's really gritty, that distrust and everything. And it talks about character vulnerabilities. Yes. In fact, you basically have to build vulnerabilities into your character. Like it's it's almost the best system that I've seen in that regard with like here's the torture points for my character GM. <laughs> here's the big shiny button, push it. <laughs> yeah, how fun. I mean it's it's uh I mean I guess we mentioned fate earlier, so fate compels are certainly up there in that that yeah. type of mechanism. But this is essentially that. Yes. But the whole point is that your characters are not in vulnerable perfections, paragons of perfection. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to. They're human. Somewhat human. And exploring yeah. what that somewhat human means to the, the, the better than human is what makes this game what it's about. But yeah. No, I, I mean, aside from it being Palladium rules, which are fiddly. I like a lot of what they have in it. Mm -hmm. This is one where I'd like crib the setting and move it over into icons and. Yeah. Fair. All right. Our next one. I don't know anything about. Oh, this was one I, I actually ran across during my research and I figured I would just throw it in here because everyone always asks on the fantasy side, well, what can you do rules light? Do I have to really learn D and D fifth edition <laughs> or 3.5 edition to be able to play here? And the answer is no. There'd be plenty of rules light systems out here. And this one is a tri-stat 2d6 mechanic, short setting, and basically fits everything into 45 pages. Uh, and it was any nominated. Uh, it's called Bash. All right. I want to look at this one now, too. I'm it is, it is worth a look. Um, it's not really well under support anymore, but you can get it from Drive-Thru RPG. All right. Um, the the reason why I say not well under support is because their website is kind of falling apart. Like uh, it doesn't have an HTTPS on it, and, and yeah. But um, but it was intriguing to look at what can you do if you really just want to strip it down to the basics of what is a superhero, and let's just go out and do some pow blam bash. Okay simple superhero actions so that sounds good to me all oh, right and yeah what's the current price i think it was like five bucks last time i saw it oh i think i'm gonna have to get that yes it is worth if you're looking for just you know a pick up and go superhero type game like you might run say during a weaving mist does tabletop this would be the system that i would pick up and go with all right that that could be lots Amy. of fun all right um <laughs> one that is often forgotten and I didn't get to play it. I always wanted to. Um, Aberrant. Uh, a white wolf onyx path. Um, basically your D10 uh, storyteller setting. And it fits in the world of darkness world. In that whole universe. So you can have a vampire and a werewolf. All play, you know, a mage. All or playing with or playing against the Aberrant, your superhero. Um I yeah I was noticing that Tiff when I did my own um, research. I I think there is one what 
I have had some really poor G, uh, GMs in the storyteller system. And then I have had some fantastic ones. And when you get a really good GM, I love the White Wolf stuff. And um, so if you know any of those White Wolf uh, exalted heroes, uh, changeling werewolf, vampire mage, it uh, you, you'll know these rules. It's the same, same universe. Um, and it is often forgotten. It really didn't get a lot of press when it first came out. It was overwhelmed by some of the other stuff that they did. And, um, yeah, again, I would play this one happily because again, I've had, like I said, if you get a really good storyteller, you can't beat it. Um, I, I do like it because it is very focused, even though it has rules and fiddly bits and everything, they have a lot of stuff up front going, you've got to really tell a story. And that's what this whole role-playing game is about is telling a story. Mm-hmm. And so because of the focus on that, I do like that. So, and yeah, Exalted was just a fun setting too. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair enough. I mean, this is, I think we all have a good experience somewhere back there with a uh, oh, tiny DC game. super D six supers. Yes, I forgot about that one too. Thanks, Tiff. That one looks really cool too. Sorry. Yep, it's on the newer edge, and you know, another another simple one to go uh, to go get. Is that is that at all related to mini six? I remember mini yes, six. Yes, I think it is. Um, and then of course, as we were talking about earlier anime uh your superhero genre big eyes small mouth yeah, i i story. ran a i ran a sailor moon spinoff game in big eyes small mouth and it was a blast call um, me shocker shocker I, amy what? did something amy? sailor moon inspired what? no no not at all <laughs> oh amy you've seen gems uh desk bat yeah i and i'm eternally jealous of it all you have to do is run something oh, sailor you moon you might get her into play by post um, maybe so, i'm gonna have to read big eye small mouth fourth edition so you run the i'm kickoff. not involved in this you got her on discord you, you run the kickoff at Mythweaver's meetup and mm-hmm. then you say we'll do a continuation play by post Anyway, there's a couple other systems. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looks so good in a mini skirt. <laughs> oh, that, that hurts. That just hurts. I win. I win. But you, you don't want to see this going like power up. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I did not want to see that. Thank you. It's in your mind Boy, now, gonna, though. That's going to haunt her dreams now for, like, weeks. What has been be seen cannot be unseen. My husband will not understand why. <laughs> I've been traumatized, but you won't get it. Oh, no, he will. He'd just join in. <laughs> to tease me, he'd do the same thing, too. He's like, should I spin around, too? So, coming to Mythweaver's meetup, yes. 
uh, family things. I. Oh. Yeah, he things are yeah. I'll mm -hmm. not looking good. We'll just. Gotcha. Right. Um, uh, OVA is one that I've seen a lot of places. They're at least advertising very well. I haven't played it. All right. Now here's another question. Wuxia. 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 Superhero or not? Is Agamemnon a superhero? She pulled Agamemnon out right at the start of her mythology I ramble. I know. And he is. He was and a very good general. Amy the Tangent, what? That is exactly oh! what that Sorry. is exactly no, what stuff all about. Is your your mystical mm -hmm. enhanced people. I love larger it. than life. All of them powers. Played it once. I really want to play it again. This was so much fun. Because it was, you know, your crouching tiger hidden dragon. I mean, it was so much fun to be able to play that and just do that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I say it's a superhero. Um, you know, and you, there are other ninja-based games which you could maybe consider a superhero. Uh, but yeah, there are so many that we don't have not even touched. They're just really, it is amazing how many superhero games are out there and how many um, different types of systems there are. I can't yes. believe I forgot Tiny D6, and I almost yeah forgot it. Tiny D6. I and and I was back to that Kickstarter, and then I forgot. And we uh, short shrift to, Mar to DC all across the board too. So okay, yeah. We're monsters. Terrible hour. Yeah. <laughs> Time. All right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, on to our questions. Yeah. I'm I'm just thrilled that Tiffany said Sailor Cloyne. Because that, that really adds to Amy's mental horror. Now now we just I'm have to commission. That. Now we just have to commission Blade to draw it. Just just imagine, Amy. Do not haunt my daughter, please. Find <laughs> someone else. Your daughter will not be haunted because she will be motivated by the I can haunt my mother by doing this. Yeah, and she'd probably find it absolutely hysterical. But yeah. Yeah. All right, so. Don't worry, Amy. I'm not messaging your daughter right now. Yeah, that would be problematic if you were messaging her daughter right now. I might have to talk to Jim. <laughs> no, he's actually probably messaging Jim. Um, yeah. Hey, can you... Uh... All right, yeah. so, uh, so general questions. What makes a good superhero game? Well, uh, in the modern era, it's overcoming adversity and weakness a lot of coming of age you've seen a lot of robin number three coming into his own in dc mm. and then bruce's son becoming robin uh good for good versus evil still you really do have a lot of that still it's still just a little more gray at times you'll, you'll never you'll never be you'll never 
be short of players if you offer up a good versus evil type superheroes game. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Sometimes you just... Sometimes you, you just got to defeat the city-stomping villain in a giant robot. Yeah. I mean, especially... And I'm going to go a little worldly talk. After a year like 2020, you just want to have that light shining that shiny beacon in the darkness and you just want to do that and have something uplifting like that um what was that he actually messaged my daughter absolutely Um, i did they're always very character focused superhero i'm i'm ignoring you now superhero games do have to focus on the character either the characters as a team or a character individually yes um and there can be intrigue you know a lot of detective work and stuff like that and sometimes that's really fun in fact you you i would argue that if you don't have that intrigue or the character focus it's not going to make a very interesting play by post game no it won't if, it, no. if, if it's just a bunch of rolling dice and and uh, you know putting a, a one pu- one fist punch into uh, the blob and sending it flying well, into the outer, outer you don't sphere. necessarily need the intrigue, but you need something more than look at how powerful I am. Right. Yeah. That's that's more what I meant with with intrigue. There has to be a story right. deeper than deeper than what just comes on the surface. You can't just have the supervillain walking in. Okay, now we're going to fight the supervillain. Yes. You got to figure out who he is first. Or you know, yeah. you know, push the characters to break their code, break their rules. De- the well, depends what uh, sort of game it is. That's yeah. well, I mean, as in any game, honestly, is you know what style are you running is it oh the heroes triumph or the heroes might triumph but they might have to bend their rules to triumph or mix match like tiffany says tone is always the big thing to figure out i am not saying that second part tiffany go to hell we didn't say it so we don't have to drink everyone saw it on the screen nope it wasn't amy amy Amy, I I will happily encourage. I know how to get her uh, bags of Skittles, Amy. <laughs> you don't know her address, Skittles. Yes, I do know your address. I mailed you no, stuff. No, you know mine. You don't know hers. If you mail it here, she'll never get them because my husband will run her away, run away g- giggling but, with them. But I can get her address her. still. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> she's, a, she's a grown woman now. She can take absent Skittles just as well as any other grown woman. <laughs> that absent is also a married man. It's a panda would kill him. We would phrasing. Get yeah. Phrasing, get Eric. Yeah. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, um. Yeah. Hey, hey, Chimi, remember what happened? We were like, no, I can't make this one on video. I'll just let you three. And now you're like, wow, I should have been the adult. 
<laughs> no, he's wishing he was joining in in the, you know, jo- joviality of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy is an adult. Um, yeah. All right. So, question number two. Are superheroes making a comeback because of Marvel's interwoven universe? I, I think we kind of hit this, but... Yeah, we did. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. That, that's and why the, we found so many Marvel-based games, to be And the DC honest. Animated Universe helped as well. What is the most interesting superpower you can think of? Oh, I just thought of something else that's not related to that question. Hello, Tangent Queen. Avatar, the last airbender. Superhero? Fantasy. 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 Not superhero. Oh, but bloodbending. Um, similar bad. to. God, I'm drawing a blank on the book. Or the Green series, Lantern. rather. Superpower you can think of. No, uh, uh, elemental control with. Yeah, squirrel control is already taken by Squirrel Girl. <clears throat> She's not here. No, no, the the comic one, not the real one. Squirrel. Um. Yeah. No. That's actually interesting. Uh, all right. Let's go with the other half of that question. Oh, that uh, might be Jim weird. Butcher. Yeah. What was the series? Pope, uh, Alera, the Codex. Yeah, Codex Alera. Avatar: The Last Airbender fits in more with that kind of fantasy. All right. I'll give okay. You moving on. Now that I remember that, and we can right. Yeah, so, most interesting so the, superpower you can think of. Mm. Or the worst superpower you can think of. Worst superpower, I think Tiff has it. Toilet paper control. That's that's Matsui. Uh, oh, no. Oh, Matsui, sorry. They're both red. Um, um, eternal life without eternal youth. Dorian Gray. What is no, no, no. Yeah, you I know, just that's... age and age, and you can't die. The doctor, um, but he doesn't age indefinitely for all infinity. The doctor regenerates. Yeah, it... occasionally. The um... master, the master, more hit that with the uh, yeah. run out of range generations and coming up with ah. Uh... <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy says, premonition about crimes. Exactly too late to prevent, but with enough time to see them happen. Oh, God. <laughs> That's, like, terrible. Wow. Like watching a poor individual get chased by a raccoon, but not being able to stop it? No, that's just funny. <laughs> uh, remember when Josh couldn't be here for superheroes? We, do. we teased him about being chased by a raccoon. Yeah, good times. Uh, um, Mumra, um, he, he was kind of protected by a sarcophagus. Yeah, you need. Uh, See, that's what I'm saying. Though I'm saying eternal life with aging. With aging. Yeah. I already have that. You one, get Jimmy, older and scary. more brittle, but you can't die. 
Yeah, no, that would be the worst, actually. We the said worst power. Yeah, it's true. I thought you were still talking about the most interesting. No, um, Eric said, what is the worst, so. Yeah. Tinnitus? Uh, no, I already have that. Oh, no. No. Tinnitus. <laughs> okay. I'm like, tinnitus? I've got that. What are you talking about? Um. Yeah. No, that would be... Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't think I could top that. I mean... Okay, but most interesting... I mean, Super hearing you can't turn off. Oh, God. That would be painful. Literally literally, and... That would be worse. The and worst you live in an apartment complex with thin walls? What? Yeah. The walls don't matter. You can hear everything. And the most interesting... The ability to produce chocolate on command. Oh my god. I mean, like, this? Dang! <laughs> I she have chocolate! It. I have chocolate! <laughs> Telepathy with no filter. Yeah, oh. Um, Everyone can hear your innermost thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh I have no inner monologue. I'm broadcasting it on all frequencies to everyone in a hundred foot radius. You could also, though, oh, also, God, you could sense. have your own personal soundtrack as you play it in your head. <laughs> but then you wind up doing the uh, the cronk bit from Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Speaking of characters who were never meant to be as good as they were, yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, I God, that know. that entire movie wasn't supposed to exist like it did. So yes, the and sound, yeah, it was beautiful. The soundtrack, having the soundtrack, it actually be more fun if you projected the soundtrack. So yeah. like when you feel like you're about to do something awesome, like you get <laughs> the the. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's dun, it, exactly. Yes. No one can see me now. <laughs> you the, are the darkness. I am the dark, except for that shoulder. Dang. Where are they taking him? <laughs> yeah, I can't do that voice. No, you don't have the deep bass. <laughs> no, I do not. Always this makes me evil. think of the uh, college humor uh, bad man skits. I, oh, I can't that, link that be... those because those are not appropriate for Mythweaver's content rules. Best but... superpower? Narrator voice. Oh Ooh. god, no. Um, there, there is... Studio C did a couple of skits with superheroes with like Captain Literally and uh, they're funny. Look them <laughs> up. Look them up. Trust me. Studio C, Captain Literal. Yeah. So it, it's along the same veins as Scott Sterling. So they're pretty <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Thank you, Tiff. Thank you. <laughs> I have none of that. It, it's not the bow chick wow wow it's the <laughs> that's when you start looking either. around going shit <laughs> I don't want to hear this okay sorry 
What's that, Amy? In the Navy once? <laughs> this <laughs> one time? In the Navy? Yeah, oh, no. All those stories end badly. Nope. nope. You know, all those nope. stories are hysterical. <laughs> They're just not necessarily podcast appropriate. Yeah, basically. Exactly. Ask Colin After Dark about his Navy experiences with... <laughs> Please don't. After right. Dark. Shall we hit our break? Myth Weavers After Dark. Um, yes, we should hit our break if people need a break. Yes. Breaky, breaky, break. I would break one. Break two. Break three. Breaky, break. There might be food upstairs for me. All right. Break right. We're breaking. We don't have a splash screen, so we'll be right back.
but... Yes, MC, this is the segment where Eric makes faces at the camera for five minutes. Oh my god, I don't know what beef my wife used to make this, but... Your wife's just that good of a cook. Mm. Can't tell. That's a sandwich? Is it's that used Peter? to pita. Yeah. Okay. Pita around uh, goat cheese and spinach and some sort Very... of seasoned beef that she probably did herself because it's amazing. Oh. Mm. Yum. We got Cinco de Mayo on Wednesday and she's helping cook the food. Huzzah. Even while she yells that it's not a Mexican holiday, which is true, it's not a Mexican holiday. No, but it it's is not Mexican Independence Day. No, no. It's, it's not, not Mexican not, anything. Not, 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 nope. not. It's not anything. It is a mm -hmm. American invented holiday. Yeah. And but she's a... cooking authentic tacos for the VFW. Ooh. Oh, yum. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wow. Amy? Yeah. Oh, my. There it is. <laughs> oh, that is very my. Decay. Very good. I, I'm not allowed to do that very... I've said oh my a few times after doing that to my wife too many times, and now she just yells at me anytime I say oh my in any capacity. We just stop doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yes, you are. All right, we had the bow chicka wow wow, which means we're ready to start, I think. So, game of the episode. Right. Yes. Okay, so we're back. And game back of with... the episode. Which yeah. link will be shared by Eric? Link will be shared. Wait, what? I gave you the link. Yes, and I have it ready for display, ya. Yeah. Uh, okay, drum roll, please. Drum roll. Today's highlighted game of the episode is Trauma Red by X51. Trauma Red is a cyberpunk game set in Night City, where the trauma team is the leading medical response service provider, and you, yes, you, are being recruited to join. Your new job will expose you to gangland warfare, corporate politics, and everything in between. X51 notes that while there will be plenty of combat and skills checks, this will primarily be a narrative game. Sounds yummy. Please stop me from applying. Someone will stop me from applying. Probably <laughs> don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Hold do it. it. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, uh, and of course, as with any good cyberpunk story things are sure to go awry so hold on to your seats x51 is looking for five players to join the team apply now before i get there <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on medics yeah caught in the crossfire of big old corporates on top and low life scum on the bottom well you know as uh as Cyberpunk 2077 slowly gets to the point of being an actual game release. Um, this storyline early on, you know, it, it involves Trauma Team. Yeah. 
You call them and then get back from the subject. Doc Wagon and Shadowrun. I once had a GM. We were all Doc Wagon people going in, saving people. Oh, Mm -hmm. that was a fun game, too. Yep. In Shadowrun. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, it was... uh... This one really drew my eye, partly because of the font they used, partly because of the, the layout. Great font. Really, right. really kind of sets it apart, drawing your eye to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the premise and the, the way it's kind of <laughs> woven into the uh, Tiffany Corda says, yeah. I was robbed. You were because we couldn't host. Honorable we, mention goes to Tiffany Corda, who had a wonderful game two weeks ago when we should have had an episode. Yeah, and we it, it fell apart, and I'm going to admit it. Tiff's game was the game of the episode for that week. We had already decided it looks fantastic. Is it still taking, Tiff? Um, yeah, just on Mythweavers. Find Tiff Corda. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it and apologize to her personally. It's still her taking Tiff. Sucks. Tiff, what's the link? What's the link, Tiff? Oh, let me. By the way, linky, we linky, are link. extremely heartened to see the number of cyberpunk games that are advertising right now. Yeah. Well, a uh, a Steam Greenlight. I mean, a AAA title. Jal- or, no. As Colin eats. Totally completed yeah. game. <laughs> Everyone was totally happy with the sixty bucks they dropped on it. Hey, I am I'm eagerly awaiting. There you go. There I go. Bring I got. It up. I got. Right. Yeah. Honorable mention to this other cyberpunk game, which looked equally awesome and juicy. And I got to admit that two weeks ago, if I had known. Now, then what I know now I would have said I'd love to apply for this but my life's about to fall apart <laughs> well, you know realistic expectations yeah, yeah pretty much no we all loved yeah cyberpunk is a genre that it, scra- it checks all the boxes for us yeah it really well, steampunk especially for me but I'll do cyberpunk um, but yeah, Steam. I'm still mainly sci-fi. Yeah, but cyberpunk is fun. There's just something. Something about the pink mohawk and shades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. <clears throat> That's so, all I have for the game of the episode. All right, so now we go on to the free for all, right? All right, everybody, it's time for the free-for-all. In the free-for-all, we answer questions and generally talk about anything we'd like, which I know, not much different from normal podcast, part section of the podcast. It's sanctioned, course, sanctioned tangent. Yes. tangent. Yes. So uh, we start off the free-for-all by asking the question, what's making us happy this week? This week, I uh, started rearranging the computer room. No, no more orange screen. Ball. Um, I am planning on adding some bookshelves behind me, um, a taller one right there, and then lower consoles all along the wall, and I'm going to save up ridiculous amounts of money to pay for a ridiculously expensive slat wall, um, 
that looks like brick because I just, I really want that. I really, really want that to store all of my um, stuff. Uh, all of the model Kickstarters that I have backed that will soon be coming in. Um, also, oh, we haven't gotten pictures from Ruben. Uh, I finished a commission that we did for Ruben based on our Deadlands game yes. from We Miss Does Tabletop wow. last year. Wow. Um, Colin, Colin, you got screenshots for that. You got a couple um, of pictures from Amy, right? It was. I, I do not have anything I want to share because it's all bits. Yeah. Um, Ruben is thing. going to get a whole thing, but the for anyone that watched us doing the Weaving Myths Does Tabletop Deadlands game that Ruben ran last year, yeah, all the players fun. enjoyed it so much that everyone made a mini, and for most of the players, Amy, Amy did her own thing because Amy. Uh, I, I didn't. Hero like Forge couldn't do what Amy wanted. Yes, Hair Forge could not do what I wanted. So, so Amy did her own, but everyone else designed a mini based off their character in the Deadlands as they envisioned them. And I printed the minis. I printed a saloon-esque uh, bit of terrain and some tables and chairs. And the terrain was painted. The minis were painted. And Big, yeah, big yeah, it was a to thing. Exalted Evil and yes. Amy were yeah. Doing Exalted all Evil did train. Amy and did the it took me it took me far too long to get it done. Um, I will admit this, and I have admitted this in front of people. I I do. I guess I have dealt with depression in my life, and during the summer and during the winter, it does rear its ugly head, and especially last year with this whole oppression of the pandemic and everything, I was battling depression like no other. And it was really mm -hmm. hard to get motivated. And I'm just happy I managed to get it done. It took a while. It took far too long, but I got it done. And I'm really happy that I pushed myself to get that done. And so, they just, they look awesome. So that's why I'm really happy about it. By, by the next episode, we'll have picks. <laughs> yes, we should. Um, he's just finding a case to keep the cats from accessing everything. I'm thinking the football display case. Is I think football display that. case will do it. Yes. Yeah, probably. Right. So moving on. Oh, is it to me? Yeah, it's to you. It's to me. Alphabetically, you're next. <laughs> Was I employed last yeah. podcast? Uh, I don't think no. you mentioned. No. But you are now. I'm gainfully employed, and for once, for those that uh, have been following the last four years of rants from me on the Mythweavers Discord, this is not Dumpster Fire 6. The, the uh, Dumpster Fire Chronicles seem to have ended. I'm still learning to adjust to this. <laughs> it's like the Pavlov's dog. Who's been kicked it's enough like times, it's so like you see those bell with snarls. It's yeah. like those you know videos where you see the oh you know abused dog rescued you know only knows how to growl and snarl. That's me. Yeah. At a actual healthy work environment, so that's making me pretty damn happy right now. Yeah. No, that would be yeah. yeah that that's a very good thing. Still don't understand it emotionally, but it's making me happy overall. <laughs> 
learning to adjust. And Eric. Oh, um, so I guess my workplace good thing is that everybody on my team, all six of them, has gotten their second shot now. So woot, we might actually be able to get the team together for the first time. I actually saw my two software developers, contract software developers, for the first time in 11 months. Yeah. Hey, Eric. Yesterday, they were there to get their second shot. You should do an escape room as a team building exercise. Oh, that sounds that sounds groovy. I, it's so much fun. You should. Now that everybody's been vac vaccinated, do it. Uh, but uh, I guess on the more Myth Weavers front, MW Bot is dead. Long live Ishmael. <laughs> Woohoo! Yes. Ah, oh, man. The nail in the coffin was... For those of you who are familiar with our bot system, we started... Nathan was the one who started the Discord server. He brought up Myth MW bot, Mythweaver's bot, um, which is a commercial bot that we customized. Based uh, off uh, Nadeco bot? Nadeco bot, yep. And he hosted it on his own personal machine, which, you know, is great, other than when he loses internet, we lose the bot. Yeah. We're like, this is the 21st century, and we run a major website here. We can we can spring for the resources to go host this in the, the cloud somewhere so that it will always be available. Sounds so great. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, it, Nadecobot is incredible piece of machinery. And for those of you who know anything about programming, you'll probably recognize the .NET environment. You may curse when you hear it. <clears throat> .NET, .NET is great. It's very powerful. It's also very large, which means that you need a large machine to build it. Not necessarily a large machine to run it, but a large machine to build it. And so we had to scale up the size of the virtual machine that was running that bot by a factor of 100 any time the bot, the bot designer decided to make an update to it, which mm -hmm. happens on a fairly regular basis. So we were losing the bot left and right. And we weren't using nah, most of the cool features. Mm -hmm. So rather than pay for 100 times more compute than we needed, right? Um, we just expanded out our little verification bot. And now he does, uh, well, he does some of the coin things that make members happy. Maybe I'll do more on that. This does week. he do my welcome? He does some of the coin things in the vein of the bot yelling at users every time they do the dot Can we just make my command. welcome automatic? <laughs> yeah, we probably could do that. I mean, come on. It's, yeah. I like my welcome. <laughs> okay. We can work on that. It's not a problem. So, <laughs> so yes, Ishmael, the verification bot, which was built just for the purpose of making sure that we could validate that users were actual Mythweavers users before they joined the Discord, mm -hmm. now has taken a step up into becoming the everything bot. He's Well, actually, I guess he, we did the scheduling a while ago, so this is just more in the, the vein of that. Yes. Ishmael is the nameless, basically. Yes. And so, <laughs> being son of Colin, he's. Does it answer the lock thread question, though? Yes. We'll we'll work that one in. Shut up. <laughs> Stop it, Tiff. Look, I'm Stop as it. the developer. Stop giving I can do him. What I want. Eric, get back on redacted. Get back on redacted. Get back I am on redacted. To getting back on redacted. April yeah, was really... a heck of a month, um, as I said. Exactly, we're behind. Two Stop weeks playing ago, with Ishmael. Look, Ishmael. Look, Ishmael shanked MW Bot, 
So now he's got to actually finish the job here. Okay. He, can't, no. he can't just leave us with a gap. He, he gives coins close enough. <laughs> he gives <laughs> coins and yells at users. That's all we need. Okay, fair. No, we need him to wave to people when they join, too. Oh, do we need experience points still so people can talk about how much they don't work during the workday? Nah. I'm not building an experience system. <laughs> yes. I mean, oh, darn. Such <laughs> So, uh, questions for the free-for-all. Ready yeah. to go. Hey, users. Ready to go. Come on. We went into rambling about five minutes ago, so... You had yeah. plenty of time to think of questions. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Just... Come on. Come on. Whoa, some, some good questions. Let's start with Memsi Bookworm. In a level 20 Pathfinder party, is Superman still a superhero? Or is he just a weird character concept for a good aligned adventure? Okay. He's still a superhero. Because literally indestructible. Mm-hmm. Amy's muted. Amy's mic just went out. Uh, Superman. Hey, welcome back. In the equivalent of a level 20 RPG, is a god. He's a deity. Because if your level 20 is still. Yeah. I, too high. Wish. I would say level 15 ish is where Superman would be the superhero. No, I think what they're asking is if you inserted Superman into an existing level 20 party, okay. would he still be a superhero? Um, Demi got at least. Demi, he could fly. He's indestructible. He has the laser beams coming. People would look at him as a demigod and start worshiping him. As for the level 20 sorcerer in, the last, in Justice League, um, they'd be a superhero. They would be considered a superhero. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. wish, wishes are a thing, um, but wishes haven't managed to get rid of Superman yet, so. Tell you right now, I I don't care to discuss anything involving things like wish rings, wish spells, etc. Don't care. I'm GM it. Fiat, the end. Isn't Superman weak to magic? Uh, well, that depends on which Superman we're talking about here. The modern one does have some weaknesses to magic, yes. Yeah, I guess that really could preface all that question. It's like, okay, so which Superman are we talking about? What what hero? <laughs> mm -hmm. What hero Superman are we? Golden Age Superman? Nope. Nope, still better than your level 20s. He's better than everyone at everything. Uh, 
Uh, all right. So the other question was, if you could have one major primary power and required secondaries, what would you pick? Healing. Good one. A faster metabolism than what I have, so I can lose all this weight. <laughs> and second, secondary pattern would be speed. All right, no, I would like speed with the higher metabolism as a secondary pattern pat, uh, ability, Perfect. so I can go clean my house, and it wouldn't take long. So I'd be willing to do it, and then I can lose all this extra weight. You need as much carbohydrates as I want. So you want to be Snyder Cut Flash? I will totally... Justice League Flash. Uh, DCAU Flash, please. He was much more funny. I don't know. Snyder Cut Flash was pretty good. I know, but it's the DCAU. I, I, I really do love that. Fair enough. Um... I don't know. I really kind of like the the Green Lantern ring. <laughs> Give me that one. Yeah, that's nice. Which one though? Uh the uh, the original. The, the green one. The will. All, all mm. I can think of whenever Green Lantern is brought up now is that bit at the end of Deadpool two. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's that... being Tony Stark a superpower. <laughs> No, that's just called being rich. And I'll yes. take that. Too. And smart. <laughs> and I'm already money. smart. Maybe not that smart, but I'm smart. Elon Musk, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh no, he can't. There's only one only only one ring holder of the orange. Because he killed the rest. Orange uh, is avarice. He yeah, couldn't. Yeah. Yes, Bruce yeah. is super rich. That, that is true. That that was in what Batman? Uh, oh, no, that was in uh, Justice League. What's your superpower? I'm rich. <laughs> Red powering anger. Mm. Yes. Yeah. All right. Other questions? Last last call. If not, I'm going to turn it back over to Colin. And going, going twice. Too bad, it's in your court. Alright, so... We have Mythweaver's meetup in Kalamazoo. Pandemic postponed it last year. The vaccine rollout is looking very good, so we are pressing forward with Mythweaver's meetup Kalamazoo, taking place July 24th and 25th in Kalamazoo, Michigan this year. So this day and a half adventure is going to feature games, food, and camaraderie aplenty. Tickets are $30 for Saturday only or $50 for Saturday and Sunday. Discounts will be applied for people that run one-shots at the event. More information is available on MythWeavers.com and on the Warhorn event registration page, which will be linked momentarily. So it's it's going to be fun. Um, we've got food getting set up. We don't have cost yet, but it will not be a lot. So we're still... Yeah, it, it's going to be fun. 
I should, and wow. registrations are capped at 60 individuals. And we are halfway there. We are halfway there. So, yes. The first Airbnb is full. I think full, completely full, or is there still one twin There's bed left? There's still somewhere? a couple. Jamie, our VFW is very well stocked. You get to choose all the shots if you so wish, but we'll take your keys. That's what Uber and Lyft are for. Right. Yes. So, yeah, it it's going to be a fun time. Um, it's being run at a Veterans of Foreign Wars post because the hall is available for rental. There's a hotel next door. We've got an Airbnb happening a little, not too far away. Yeah, we got stuffs. It's going to be fun. Well done, Jimmy. Well done. Don't, don't you joke. give Chimmy... No, don't you praise no, him for that. I will. That was awful. I didn't get it either until <laughs> he said that. And then I'm like, oh, man, no. All right, so... Michigan, yes. Michigan's at 38% vaccination overall. That's Is it? Catching up pretty rapidly. Yeah. I mean, we can have the event regardless it, the only by one this better point. Than Utah at this point, but... Yeah, we can run the event regardless by this point. It's just a question of if restrictions come off like masks. And we're all used to wearing masks by now, so. we got to have cool ones. Are we going to have Mythweavers meet up masks? Oh, no. crap. I'll go look at that. Stop it. No. <laughs> Bad. Bad. Amy, we do not? not need Mythweavers meet up masks. Challenge coins, maybe. Well, as, so as Amy goes, challenge coins? They're so eminently comfortable. Everyone will be wearing them soon. I know what they are. But, yeah. Challenge coins or pins, you know. All right. Eric? All right. Handing so... it off to Amy. 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 You can't run away, Amy. We're trying to wrap up. We're Dang you! Con! Oh. My husband hit his challenge coins. I don't know where they're at. I okay. know what a challenge coin is. Yeah, fine. All right. Well, before we wrap up, I just want to remind everyone that Weaving Miss is made possible by our Patreon. If you'd like to support us and get access to the sweet, sweet rewards available to you, definitely consider signing up. If you didn't catch us live, you can always post on Mythweavers or on our Facebook page or on Twitter with questions, corrections, or other general correspondence. Or in any case, reach out to us by email at weavingmythspodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you and can't wait to read your gaming stories or answer your questions. I'm Eric, and tonight I've been joined by the magnificent Colin. It's been fun, everyone. And Amy. Bye! Thanks for listening, and keep on weaving those myths. Wrap.